Hey everybody and welcome to the Super Self Podcast. My name's Tommy Gentleman. It is my purpose and passion to inspire and fire up your fitness, your motivation and your positivity. And in the Super Self Podcast, we like to talk about topics and subject areas that other trainers or coaches might not want to delve into. And this podcast is kind of no different to that really. The last few podcasts have been real deep and meaningful and we're extending that now into a new area. Now earlier in the week, sorry last week, I had a message from a guy called Amon Desi. Amon contacted me as a result of listening to the podcast and following me on social media. And he asked me to check out his video. And his video was a documentary that was very honest and open. That was all about the struggles that young people have growing up with lots of responsibility that can lead to depression and having a very uh, caged experience of life that can show up in adult life through addiction to drugs and to other things that can really hold us back and negative behaviors and habits. And so I thought, what a great opportunity it would be to get him onto the podcast. I caught up with him earlier this week and we conducted an interview over Skype and we talked about how it can be very difficult for the youth these days growing up. And, you know, I'm only 29 myself and I remember my childhood. I'm very grateful for the opportunities that I had and my teenage years were really enjoyable but I appreciate that that's not always the case and we can find ourselves having you know, lots of challenges, lots of troubles as a teenager. And if you've got kids, I strongly urge you to listen to this episode very closely because this guy, he has a lot of experience through stuff that's happened to him in his life. But the main thing that I really admire about him is that he's 22 years old. He doesn't have his own kids, but he is so in touch with the kids and what they are going through because of what he's been through. He's a young carer who now has a a degree in sports science and is going into the realm of helping people um, and specifically helping the youth in his local area of Bradford through the work that he does through Imagine Bradford. So check it out. This is the interview that I conducted with Amon Desi on helping younger people to overcome depression. Thank you for having me on the on the podcast. Firstly, you're welcome. So I, I'm a young carer and I care for my father who has a, a mental health condition, which is bipolar. Now, seeing that as a child growing up, um, I got support from the neighbours and carers. However, the impact that I had on myself was that I didn't know what was going on. I was quite afraid, and, and I didn't learn how to express my feelings in a positive way. And that led to quite sort of dark times where I'd be using negative coping strategies. Now, lots of teenagers engage in things like self-harm or they will abuse drugs or they will sort of go off on a tangent to sort of cope with the emotions that they're feeling. Now, some children do it in a way where the self-harm etc whereas some children do it in ways of perfection such as under eating to, to fit a body image or to fit into a social norm and these are the thought, sort of things that every ch- sort of like every child is impacted on by their thoughts and their feelings and this is where my aspect of my personal experience comes in where to inspire children to be able to speak about their emotions and speak about feel and use positive coping strategies instead of things that may be a detriment to them in the future. 
Yeah, I mean, that's so important because it can be a really pivotal time, can't it, for a teenager. Um, they can find themselves, and, and parents like to use this term all the time, but mixing with the wrong crowd and essentially getting themselves into a situation that uh, onto a path that could lead to a very dangerous and dark place. Um, and I think every teenager has that that choice and that option, whether it's presented to them in an obvious way or not. And it's based on their emotional need to, to accept who they are and to fit in a lot of the time, isn't it? Children are always fighting to fit in, to be the best version of themselves in school. When children don't have anything to compete for in school, and the amount of pressure that's placed on children with SATs, with GCSE, with A-levels, it's, it's often that within the school environment, children aren't equipped emotionally to deal with the stresses, mm-hmm. and then that leads on to either positive or negative coping strategies. Mm-hmm. I mean, it scares the shit out of me, if I'm honest, mate, because I've got a, a boy, he's he's almost 11 months old, and um, I know the kind of things that I got up to when I was growing up, and I know that uh, there were situations in my childhood, in my teenage years um, specifically, where if I wasn't careful, I probably could have ended up you know, with the wrong crowd, so to speak. But I found my way, I followed my nose, and I, and I did have a, a very positive upbringing, um, which I'm very grateful for. I know a lot of people don't have the same opportunities that I had, but it scares the shit out of me that this little lad's going to be growing up in a world where literally everything is documented and recorded by everyone. Um, and for example, you know, growing up, I don't know what it was like for you, buddy, at, at school, but if someone, if you had a row with someone or a disagreement with somebody or, you know, a falling out, then you'd probably just try and avoid them on the way home just to avoid the conflict. Um, and then, you know, you might find yourself go home, eat your dinner, go to sleep, wake up the next day, and a lot of the time go to school and it's kind of dealt with just by having some time apart in a way. These days, once it all kicks off, it's on Facebook, it's on Instagram, it's on Snapchat, all of a sudden the whole of the school knows about it and they're taking sides and you don't just take the argument face to face but it actually goes home with you in your pocket and that can affect the way that you interact with your parents. You can have a lot of kids these days lashing out at their parents because they're holding on to the stresses and the, and the, and the strains from their social life because it's right there in the palm of their hands. What do you think? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Social media is it's unnatural because they're trying to focus on sort of like inspiration or aspirations of people who have large amount of followers and then they want to sort of increase their following, mm. sort of like be someone that they're not. And then it's all it's all also a plot yeah, like you said, um, wherever wherever kids go now, whatever they do if someone else hears about it and they want to use it against them, they can throw it on social media or talk about it directly 24-7. Yeah. And if we are not sort of looking after our behaviours physically and on the phone, as well as psychologically, like in their minds, then it, it sort of, it puts them in a bad place because it almost it almost excludes them. And... It's like they don't have to speak to about this because it, sometimes I felt when I was growing up that I didn't have anyone to speak to about what was going on or my situation, mm-hmm. whereas I did. And I did speak about a lot of stuff that was going on to a lot of people, whereas some people or some children will hide the phone, not speak about, say, a bully or 
a friend that thinks that um, their eating habits are normal, where in actual fact they're under eating. So it's it's this it's this it's this aspect that I'm trying to get out that children should be able to freely speak about who, who what they feel, sort of thing. Yeah, totally. I mean, if we think about the work that um, you and I potentially do with adults, I know that myself, from my experience in my coaching business, there's been multiple examples of women who have issues around their confidence and around their eating based on what you know Jane said when they were fucking year nine. And, and it's like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's still there as a, as a 25 or 35 or in some cases even older year old adult still holding on to that, that thing that happened in year nine where Jane said, you're too fat or, you know, you, you, look, you look like a fat blob. It could be such an off statement that just was said. Jane doesn't remember it. It doesn't affect her life now, but it affects the, the client. And, the and that shows up all the time. And I think for guys... It can show up in many different ways. I mean, there's a lot of um, pressure these days on the physical, um, especially with like Instagram and and the, the the false presentation of athletic build, which sometimes is is very fake. It's down to either years and years and years and years of hard work presented to be a short term gain program or something, or it's actually through steroid use. And so it, it gives a real false impression because it works both ways for both young guys and young girls, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, in terms of body image and people that have been training for years and their body image is going to be massively different to children's and adolescents. And if they're sort of wanting to build that body image, and then they get and then they get, get knocks mm. from people in their school, mm. then it's sort of it's it's going to knock their confidence, and they're not going to have, know how to sort of deal with that. Yeah, and I think that's the the, the key, isn't it? It's their confidence, it's their self-belief, it's their self-worth. And you know what crushes me at any time in anyone's life is when someone tries to do something with their life. So they put themselves out there, you know, and they say that this is what I am, this is what I do. Maybe they, maybe the young lad or the young lady push, uh, posts a picture of themselves working out or doing, you know, a, a pose or something like that. And it's kind of saying, you know, this is who I am, this is what I do, this is what I'm proud of, this is what I want to be. And then someone goes and beats it down and then all of a sudden that never happens ever again and that expression and freedom is taken away. We should allow our children and all children and adolescents to sort of express themselves in a way that makes them feel comfortable. Because if, if we sort of suppress that, then they're going to build up fears or anxieties or negative thought patterns about themselves. Let's say that somebody listening to this as a parent they've got a teenage child or they've got a young young child that's come going to be coming up into teenage years soon um based on your experience and your expertise what are your three top tips that you can give ask your child about how they're actually feeling show an interest in their their hobbies or show an interest in think maybe a, bit, a, little, a little bit abstract or a little bit strange to doing that or asking about their thoughts in certain situations my second one would be 
try and incorporate exercise in a fun way as much as possible because exercise prevents many physical disabilities such as well physical um, impairments such as obesity type 2 diabetes it has links with prevention of cancer and dementia later on in life and improves academic achievement and concentration um, and if all children can be sort of exercising them more then it's, it's good for the family dynamic and it's good for the child as well and my third would be participate in their interest with them show them that you're that you care mm-hmm. and it'll put a smile on the face I'm creating a, a non-profit organisation in Bradford to look at how exercise improves the emotional development and resilience and mental well-being of children. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do that by one-to-one support and group activities where kids are allowed to sort of exercise in a, in a, in a safe space and talk about how they feel and how the exercise made them feel and any worries that they're having. And then hopefully that will sort of build into a weekly, monthly routine mm-hmm. and they'll be able to build on that from strength to strength and that's really cool I mean I appreciate the, the work that you're doing and that's what kind of caught my eye in terms of let's do this podcast together because as I said you know we'd never spoken to each other before until today um, you connected with me on my Facebook page sent me a message I checked out a video that you um, have put onto YouTube and I would strongly urge you guys that listen to the podcast right now to go check out the video documentary that Armin has made about his story and why he's doing what he's doing right now, which is such an admirable thing. I think that you'll agree if you're listening because it really will make a big difference, not just to the kid's life and experience, but everyone else around them. Because the more we make this normal and the more we make it acceptable, the more kids and people will be able to do it because it will become the norm. And I think that we are fighting a fight here, but we have to stand up and fight that fight together. Otherwise, we're going to lose. We have to step up. We have to push forward. We have to rally the troops and we have to build and push for the future. And this is the only way of doing that. So massive respect to you, buddy, for doing this. Um, There's so much more that we could talk about, but I think I'd just like the guys to go check out those videos. So do you want to just tell them where they can find them? And then I'll pop the link in the explanation of the podcast as well. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on again. Um, so it's Imagine Bradford, the YouTube channel. And if you subscribe to that, as well as watching the videos, so there's a there's a launch of the project on there, on the YouTube channel. There is... So the first... So one of the, one of the parts is called Behind the Mask, and the second part of it is called Existing with Depression. And they're on the Imagine Bradford YouTube channel. That's brilliant. And there's a link underneath this podcast in the description for you to go check that out but I tell you what 22 years old it's fresh for you right yeah 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 do you yeah. feel like you are able to connect with these kids and resonate with the, where they're at right now definitely definitely um, it's 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 always going to be a part of my life and I'm a sports coach and I'm training to be a personal trainer so I I pride myself in being able to sort of relate with children on a on a fun and engaging and engaging engaging way, engaging way. Older adults or other people 
sort of maybe I may have lost touch with. Mm-hmm. So I try and keep it as a as a fun element and allow kids to express that sort of fun side of themselves and that cheeky side. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Like, hopefully, you'll be able to fast forward like three, four, five years, see where Armand's at at that point because I think you know you're going to see this guy really fly with this project and hopefully um, create some some massive positive change I hope so I do hope so so we're actually creating a crowdfunding page um, and the link to that I will send you yourself also that's cool buddy I'll put that link on there as well so the guys can see that and check that out I actually contributed to that as well because I believe in the cause I believe in what you're doing um, so if yeah, you feel so. So, yeah you're welcome you're welcome um, so thank you Thank you again for coming to speak as a guest on the Super Self Podcast. We like to cover lots of different subject areas on this podcast. My aim, as you guys know listening, is to inspire and fire up your fitness, your motivation, your positivity. I think the general you know, tone of the episodes over the last couple of episodes have been real deep, real meaningful, and this is where we've gone with this one today. If anyone has any comments, they want to reach out, what's the best place for them to connect with you? On Facebook, my name is Amandeh. And then across all social media, it's exactly the same. Cool. And we'll put the links underneath the to to your Facebook page as well. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, buddy. Well, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for contributing to the podcast. I wish you all the best with the project. And uh, guys listening, have a great day. Make sure that whatever you do, you do it well. And I'll speak to you in the next episode. That's all for now. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Super Self Podcast, everyone. I strongly suggest you go check out Amon's videos. The link's in the description to this episode. What a great guy, inspiring a lot of young people, and I think we can all take a leaf from his book.